If Mario and Luigi were to do a podcast, it might sound something like this. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. It is time for the show to start. It is Justin's birthday, so he's actually not with us tonight, but everybody send him a tweet for happy birthday, even if it's like a week late. No problem. It's Justin's birthday, so he's celebrating in the best way he could think of not being around any of us tonight. (laughs) Yeah, what the hell, Justin? Can't Um, believe you wouldn't spend your special day with us. I do have two non-birthday boys with me tonight. How are you doing tonight, Steve? Oh, sure. You wait till I go check to see if the door is closed to call on me. I see how you are. You're watching me. You're just waiting for me to mess up. As always. That's what I do. It's always Steven. <laughs> Steven's here. He's doing great. But Lucas is also here. And um, how are you doing tonight, sir? Well, I'm an only child, so every day I'm the birthday boy. So I'm doing quite well. <laughs> That's very nice. That's very good. Um, I think that we have a great show for you tonight. We have a change to the system where, actually, I think there's going to be a little bit of news popping in, even if it's just rumors or whatnot. Um, and then we'll play a little mini game hosted by me, and then we will do a little roundtable after that. So we will be right back. Infendo Radio records live every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can join us and watch those live recordings over at twitch.tv slash infendoradio. And we're back. It's time to talk about the games we've been playing and perhaps a little bit of news. But before we get too far, let's thank the people who brought the show to you tonight. Yeah, as always, we want to take just a minute to thank our producers. This is the best song for this, by the way. I know. Um, Our faithful producers um, contributing a minimum of $10 a month over at patreon.com slash infendoradio. Are minus sixty four, Phantom, EP Knothead, Sky Pharaoh, and Slacker Monkey, and then we also have our two executive producers contributing a minimum of twenty dollars a month, um, Andrew Searson and the Bryanosaurus. So thank all seven of you very much for continuing to support the show. Thank you guys. Awesome. All right, well let's get started with change the system, and I'm actually going to take first um, because. I, I want to. I saw a rumor that came posting in through our Discord, actually. I think Minus might have actually posted it. More Combat Collection online uh, got raided by um, by Peggy. I think that's the service out of um, yeah, Europe. That's the, yeah, that's the European ESRB. Mm-hmm. Peggy and 7. So Peggy that sounds really cool. I, I There's nothing so. really behind it, but I would take like... This is what I'm envisioning, like so Mortal Kombat I, Trilogy Online. Let me do that. So that's exactly what it is. I actually read the full description for it, and it's basically the Mortal Kombat Trilogy with um, online play is what it boils down to. Great. And as soon as soon as I read that, I heard Justin fangasm all the way here from you. <laughs> I have, so you know he's thrilled about that. I yeah. have virtually no interest in this news, but... See, Spot Mortal, on Mor- for those of you who do. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Trilogy is the only Mortal Kombat, aside from Mortal Kombat 9, that was the one that came out PS3 during the great hack of the PlayStation. Right. Um, play, uh, Mortal Kombat Trilogy is the only Mortal Kombat besides that one that I've spent any amount of time with. I know, so I, I would that. love to see that on the Switch. <laughs> we could fix that by getting you a copy of Mortal Kombat 11 and having you play so, with me. 
Fun story of that, Lucas, I have Mortal Kombat 11 and I've never booted it up. That's a darn shame. But we're never going to get to it because you're going to be finishing Hyrule Warriors and then we're going to be playing yep. Warriors Orochi 8 or whatever. Yep. And, you know, Shh. we haven't announced that yet, Lucas. I just I'm excited to buy it, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eugene, you may you may proceed. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it on that one. There was another um, rumor that I wanted to bring up, but not give too much um, weight to because, again, it's kind of a rumor that came out of a forum, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, who knows where it came from. But rumor has it that um, the new specs of the Switch Pro are starting to leak out. So it looks like... But I don't even need to hear it. Sold. Like, ast asterisk here. The new specs of the system that is still itself a rumor. Like, right. <laughs> like, exactly. We don't even know that we're getting a Switch Pro, and now we're just so, reporting so, on specs, so the rumored, so. rumored specs. So take this, <laughs> take this with a grain of Half. a grain of salt. Yeah. But Eugene, please. yeah, actually use some salt substitute this time. Um, what we're going to Dash. talk about on this one is the chip that's behind it, because they, apparently it's going to be a Tegra Model X. One plus whatever the heck that means, but the big the, the big reason for um, why people are excited about that is because that will allow 4K. So you know, I guess that's kind of cool if you have a 4K TV. You know, it could support um, 4K performances for that. Um, but also, there was a rumor on that one that the, um, from the leaker, excuse me, that this was going to be released in quarter four. So you know, towards the end of the year. Makes sense. Yes, I have two tent sales to save up money for oh that bad boy. Oh my god. <laughs> Steven, there is no conceivable universe where you need a third Nintendo Switch. No, I won't have a third. I will sell, sell my Switch version too. Okay, 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 okay. okay. But oh, I sold is... my original. Uh, EP Nothead has my original. Steve, nope. think of this yes. as, as a Pokedex and not a living Pokedex. So you've actually had, like, four Switches at this point. Well, yeah, right? I, I, I had my launch day model, and then I had the Diablo edition, because why not? And then I got the version 2, and then I got the Switch Lite a couple months later. I would like to point out that for all of its cracks and the little missing grate that covers the fan on my Switch, I am still rocking my original Switch. <laughs> Me too. That I, went to, that I went to, what was it, Target to get the same day as Mike, like a month after Breath of the Wild came out. <laughs> and how many times on, 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 on evening calls yes. are you complaining that your Switch is about to die or it dies in the middle of that match? Oh, yeah, but here's the thing. That I'm would sorry, not change. Steven. That would not change by having a better Switch. That would just mean, oh, I played for six hours and it died instead of I played for four. Also true. Schnazzy is also rocking his day one Switch. Me too. You know what I? You know what got me to not get a Redbox Switch, Steve? Me? No, I bought a $15 cable that is six feet long that I can plug into my Switch and play from bed. Dang, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that that would work nicely with my battery charger. Should mm -hmm. we should we should we round out the news here then before we? Yeah, I I yeah, I'm pretty much let's get done it with over mine. with. Um, so, so I'll uh, toss last, it off to whoever. Yeah. Last week, if those of you loyal Infendo Radio listeners might have remembered that I made a prediction for Smash Bros. that the character would be some white dude that I don't really care much about, and lo and behold. <laughs> Getting, some white dude you don't care much about. We're getting okay. So when uh, and so we're getting, chick. So we're getting Byleth 
from um, Mm -hmm. Fire Emblem Three Houses. When I was playing Fire Emblem Three Houses, I said to myself, there's no way Byleth won't at some point be a character in the Smurfers series. Oh, no! It just, it felt so right. You know, like, he's got the sword and blah, blah, blah. But yes, we're getting Byleth. Um, The color variations are kind of fun. You know, they kind of make it look like you're playing as the three champions of the original three houses before the secret house that Steve told me about from the new DLC for Fire Emblem. Um, but yeah, it's it's another Fire Emblem character. And I, I liked that Sakurai took like 10 minutes out of the presentation to talk about how, look guys, I know you don't get it, but in Japan, Fire Emblem is a big deal, okay? So like, you know, it, I, it makes sense. But. I do have to say it was kind of funny too how they poked fun at that in yeah. the introduction video. Yeah. There, she's like, oh, great. You're another sword fighter. How yeah. are you going to stand out? And then they go into details of how Byleth's weapons work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that exciting for me. And I'm, I'm probably the one here that should be excited. Because yeah, you're I the Fire actually, Emblem kind of guy. I yeah. actually like Fire Emblem. It's a lot of Fire Emblem. And it's a, it's a lot of main characters in Fire Emblem where I think we could be seeing more diversity and actually having, like, you know allies that you like put in your army as characters instead of just the main hero of each generation honestly like what is the point of introducing echo fighters if we're not going to add any more echo fighters to the roster you know like that would be a perfect echo fighter of Mm -hmm. like a crom or something you know It, it also doesn't help for me at least that um the the last fighter of this dlc and as steve said really other than piranha plant who wasn't even like dlc he was just an ad uh pre-purchase bonus the only character that's like a first party nintendo character is just another fire emblem pro tag so you know it's it's a thing um Mm -hmm. the the cool thing was they did announce that there's going to be six dlc fighters in the next pass and i have a theory that the reason that there's now six when originally they announced five is that they were trying to make a deal with some third party company that was hard to get you know a hold of and they said, oh, we don't know if the deal's going to go through or not. So they announced they had five characters mm. in the work. They started devving the characters. And then at some point after they had already started working on all the characters, the team was like, yeah, we'll put our character in the game. And that's why we're getting a six. That's now my working what, theory. Now, hmm. what character could that pass possibly be? Maybe somebody from Activision? Hmm? Who is also rumored right now? Crash? Oh my god, yes. There, there's... I got it in. Are you happy? Yeah, so there's a rumor that Crash is going to be the next fighter in the lo- in the line. Um, yeah. It's just, it's a theory I've got that, you know, rumor. why would they announce five and then make six? Right. I think there was probably a deal being made and, you know, it fell through and now it's back. But who knows? You know, I don't really, I, I can't say that I understand how that side of the business works entirely, so I could be mm-hmm. totally wrong. But I'm excited for the next line of DLC. I'm hoping we get some more Nintendo characters instead of all of these third-party characters. I'm, Smash is getting okay a little third-party for me. I would be okay with more third-party characters if they were, like, not second party, right? Because, like, the Fire Emblem characters are basically, in, like, you know... Yeah. Uh, so... I, I don't know. I, I gotta jump in here. I I was one of the ones that was originally against Doom Slayer being in Smash, yeah. but now that they're starting to really hype up Doom Eternal coming out in March and soon after on Switch, evidently they said the delay isn't going to be that long. Mm-hmm. I'm really getting on this Doom kick right now with the which I'll kind of go into in my change of system here in a minute. I think Doom Slayer might get me back into Smash. I think if they did Doom Slayer or Steve. I think I might actually get back into Smash. Do you think you would play Smash, though? 
I think I would play it for a solid four weeks and then <laughs> drop it like I do everything else. But that would be a <laughs> um, solid four weeks. You'd be able to play Smash with me. So we've been over this before. I realize we're going a little long, but we're going to have kind of a short change the system without Justin. So, um, um, Doom Slayer would be kind of fun because it would give Sam... Like, I, I play Smash by myself a lot. And right. I, I play, you know, person versus person. What a cool matchups oh, yeah. I can do. So you know? you've got Samus and Zero Suit Samus. You've got Snake. Basically, what I'm saying is Doom Slayer would be a fun... Um, Bayonetta. Like, Doom Slayer would be kind of a cool bounty hunter-esque character for mm-hmm. Samus to fight. Like, I could have some fun with that. The characters I want to see for DLC... And I'm not, I'm not going to name anybody specific, but I think that The Legend of Zelda would do well with another rep. You know, we really only have the three Please, Triforce right? bearers, so it would be fun to have somebody else from that series represented. Um, Zant. I, I want Zant. And I've been wanting Girahim. I would take pretty much I anybody, Bruce. honestly. Yeah, Linkle. Bruce, Medley. Link, Linkle yeah. would be a good opposite for Bayonetta. Linkle could be fun, yeah. Um, anybody from that. Um, I, I, Forgive me, Eugene. I've been wanting a second Sonic character since Brawl. I, I've always I like, would take it, a second Sonic character like Tails always, or Knuckles Shadow yeah, Eggman yeah it always feels Ooh, awkward Eggman, to me when you have yeah. see yeah it always feels awkward to me when you have a character like Sonic but then you don't have anybody that's like a match for him he's just kind mm-hmm. of there by himself you know and you don't have any villains from the series or like sidekick characters to team him up with so you're always doing like Sonic versus Link and Sonic versus Mario and like you know right it, it'd be nice to it'd be nice to fill in some of those blanks I realize that's not really how they think and that's not really how the majority of Smash players think, so my wish probably won't come true, but yeah. in a perfect world for me, I would be getting some characters to fill in those blanks. Maybe even a creature from Pikmin for Olimar to battle, like a Bulborb or something that you sure. could play as. You know, things you like know that. You know what I've been thinking, and I don't know how they could make it work, but I was <laughs> thinking that they release a character... Well, Ridley could never work, so anything's <laughs> yeah. possible. Well, I, I was thinking that they release a character like Ditto, right? But Ditto, Ditto is like Shang Tsung, where he can like mul- uh, transform into like multiple Pokemon. So then yeah. you can get like a variety of different Pokemon too. You know? Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, or I would, I would love he could like be that. an Echo Fighter for Kirby. Yeah, yeah, and trans literally transform into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. see it. Um, I'm still I'm throwing this out there. My most wanted characters are still Geno from Mario RPG. Now that Ridley's in, I don't think there's any reason why they couldn't get Geno. Um, right. I still want Cinderace from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think if, if we're going to get a Gen 8 rep, I think it should be Cinderace, just because I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, you know, characters like that. I, I wanted Tharja back when uh, Fire Emblem Awakening was a hot item, but we got Robin, who basically just used magic anyway, so it was kind of mm-hmm. the same thing. So, Lucas, yeah. you, want, you want Cinderace and you don't want Zacian? We could have another sword wielder. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, or we could just put Eternatus in. That would be um, Yeah. No, please. That. I will, <laughs> I will stop playing Smash. I will sell my copy and delete everything if they put Eternatus in. And then there's uh, Eugene's boy who never made the cut yet, Waluigi. So, yeah. you know, the internet wants him. I still see him kind of meme personally. Like, he wouldn't he wouldn't do much for me. The Mario characters never do. But I know you want him, so there's a part well, of me that's like, maybe. It would be I, nice to have the four brothers, you know, the, the yeah, two opposing Wario's brothers. Yeah, there. Kind of like you said, like, Wario needs his, yeah. like, you know. He it's has Mario, partner. but, you know. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, did we have anything else we wanted to talk about news or Smash or anything wise before we start talking games we've been playing? Let's talk games. I was going to say the only other news I had was Id came out and said that uh, 
Doom Eternal on Switch will not be too much later than Doom Eternal on the other platforms. So that leads me to believe maybe April at the latest. So, sure. stoked about that. I know I'm probably the only Doom fan here, but, you know. Yeah, I like good. Doom. I, I, um, I really did like the newer Doom games. I haven't played the newest mm-hmm. Doom game, but... Right. Doom has never really captured me in any meaningful way, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. I don't have anything yeah. against it. I just don't really enjoy it, you know? So I guess if we're going to start change the system proper, I'll start this one because I, I can actually segue right off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I alluded earlier that I have been very into Doom lately. Um, I found out, I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, they released patches for Doom and Doom 2, all the console versions of it. So Switch, PS4, Xbox One, PC. Oh, you were excited about this. <laughs> so there are three add-on packs that you can download in these updates. There's a whole lot of other stuff. You can change the lighting, 60 frames a second. Um, you can go from 4.3 to widescreen. I don't give a crap about any of that. All I care about is... Oh, okay. All I care about is the fact that the expansions give you ultimate doom in the first two. And then in Doom 1, there was an extra chapter made by John Romero. And in Doom 2, there was another kind of extra chapter that you can play as now. Um, so basically, all of all of Ultimate Doom or Final Doom, as it was known, um, you can play on the console versions of Doom now, which is awesome. And that was a free update. They also fixed the, cool. the Bethesda.net login issues that they were having. Um, oh, yeah. So that's a thing of the past now. And they patched they that out on so Doom you don't Three as well. Have to be logged in online to play it. Is it? Okay, correct. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's completely optional now. Um, I'm trying to think. I've already again forgotten Lucas. The other thing that I was going to talk about on Change the System. Case. Huh? Switch case. Oh yeah. So, um, <laughs> Andrew Searson, executive producer, was had noticed that I have a new case for my Switch Lite. Um, it is an official Hori licensed case. It's called the Switch Lite flip case. And the cool thing is, is you can literally play the Switch Lite inside the case. Mm-hmm. And it's magnetic, so you flip it, you drop it in your pocket. It was 30 bucks, worth every penny. This, it, this thing is basically like a wallet now. The only thing I don't like about it is your shoulder buttons are exposed when it's closed. So mm-hmm. you do have to be kind of careful of that. But, yeah, but that gives you something to click on while you're sitting yeah, on the bus. Click, 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 <laughs> which I do a lot. It drives people nuts. Can um, you, uh, this is a sidetrack, but remember how on the 3DS you can, like, turn it into an MP3 player? Does the Switch do that? Only well, on Smash, Smash Bros. Brothers. Okay. So and that's there you basically go. all you, can, you need. That's like a thousand that, tracks. That's yeah. all you need. You go on the but, bus, Steve, turn on your Smash, yeah. close your Switch light, and click your buttons. Yeah. You want to Does go it have track? a hole for the uh, cable to go through? Um, not for the headphone jack. If you're using USB headphones, then yes, well, that'll could, work. You could millennial girl Wait, it and just USB throw headphones it through work the, on the switch. Yeah. No, do they? Really? Yeah, they make USB as long as they're USB C. They make USB C Bluetooth adapters for the switch. Okay, Say but can what? I just plug this into my switch? You should be able to. It's a USB headset. Test it, Eugene. Test it while we're on the air. Yeah. It's time uh, for, know. ladies and gentlemen, it's time for one of Infendo Radio's famous <laughs> so. live tests. Well, you guys continue on. I'll be right so, yeah. back. Um, See what you Which done. is funny, because that was about all I had. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I would definitely buy this case. I guess, Lucas, since you need to go next, 
I can start with my story, my Pokemon story, and then you can go into yours. Only fair, since your story happened a week before mine. Yeah, so last week, last Friday as a matter of fact, well, I started last Wednesday, I think. I started uh, breeding for shiny Applin, or a shiny Applin, because I really wanted a shiny Flapple. Um, under 300 eggs letter on Friday at work. I hope my bosses aren't listening. I hatch that egg. I'm Boy, sitting in front of my... Yeah, I know, game. right? I'm sitting in front of my wife's boss, and I hatched my shiny Applin. I got home that night. I evolved into a shiny apple, or flapple, excuse me. I now have a granny bee. I know, right? I now have a granny bee looking flapple, and I put it into my Pokeball Plus, Eugene, and I think I figured out how the Pokeball Plus works. It it loads, it, it has like flash memory in it, and it, maybe that's not working, and it loads the sound. The test was a failure, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Moving on. So it must only work with certain headsets. My apologies. Um, But anyway, so I think it flashes the sound into the Pokeball and then changes the color based on what the game tells it to. Oh, okay. Because when I loaded my Flapple in, it was green instead of red. Well, let's not bury the lead here. Your good buddy Lucas said, hey, did you know that shiny Pokemon are the shiny color in the Pokeball? And you were yeah. like, what? And I was like, yeah. And you were like, no. And yeah. I was like, I don't, try I don't it. trust him. And, He's a liar. <laughs> and you were like, I'm going to try it. And then you tried it. And you were like, what? And I was like, yeah. And it worked. <laughs> That's great. So but then yeah, no, Lucas it's, it's cool. did a thing. Oh, yeah. So, um, so I guess this is my change the system now. Uh-huh. Um, so Steve got his shiny Flapple, which you know is the little Drago boy who does the thingy. Um, and yeah, I wanted one, but I like Appleton, which is the big Drago boy who's shaped like a pie. So I went ahead and hatched him, and that was magical. Um, it took me about three or four boxes, which is less about than hundred. It's about 120. <laughs> it took yes. me about six or seven. So I hatched my little shiny apple boy, and now I have an Appleton. He's amazing and everything I love in this world. And, fun fact, they are biologically siblings because we use the same mom to make them. (laughs) We did. um, So we have sister, well, we have brother-sister Pokemon. His is a boy, boy, mine is a girl. His is a girl. Yep, there we go. Um, But I actually wanted to talk about another game that I've been playing a lot of. And forgive me, because here we go. But um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot came out last week, and I'm not a Dragon Ball fan until I started playing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, and now I am. It is a fun game, guys. Like, it is, it is helping me remember that gaming is about so much more than just grinding for you know, rare items and 100% completion. No offense, Steve, because I know this is your whole thing right now. But um, the the Monster Hunter type of game where it's just like, I gotta get that, I gotta get that loot, I gotta get that loot, you know? Like, I'm playing this game just to enjoy the story, because I've Mm -hmm. never watched Dragon Ball Z. Um, I've always found it too tedious. You know, they, they did that old school anime thing where they shoveled a bunch of filler stuff in to you know, to make up for the fact that the storyline wasn't that long. Um, Kakarot fixes that by just letting you play the game. So you're playing right. through the training, and then you're doing the battles, and then you're playing through more training and doing the battles. And it's just, it's fun. So um, I'm about halfway done with the game now. I finished the, um, 
I, I don't know what the official terminology would be, but I finished the arc with Vegeta, which was the first one. Then I finished the Frieza arc, which is amazing. Um, and now I'm like halfway through the Cell games where the androids have come down and beaten the living crap out of everybody. Goku's going into the time stasis chamber thing to train. Um, and yeah, Cell just showed up and he's like, I'm going to absorb the androids and become the perfect life form. And I'm like, well, this is Dragon Ball, so Goku's probably going to one-shot you. But, you know, it'll be it'll be fun all the same. So, um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Like, I'm realizing that video games are a great way to experience media that I haven't been able to put the time or effort into enjoying on my own. And I think Dragon Ball might kind of open up a window of other games for me where it's like, I've always wanted to know what this sh like show is about, but I don't want to sit down for 60 hours and watch it. Let me just play a video game. So I highly recommend it. If you guys have a Steam or a PS4 or a Xbox One, like pick it up if you have any remote interest in like a fun action RPG, you know, story. So sure. it's, it's a good game. And then I went back and I played a little bit of Xenoverse 2 because I was hankering to play as, like, my own fan-made characters from back in the day. And I was like, oh, I wish this game played like Kakarot, because <laughs> Kakarot plays really well compared to this, and I didn't realize it. So, um, yeah, and that's pretty much all I've been doing. So, Eugene, would you like to round us off? Yeah, um, there is a, a couple of games... Oh, I'm so sorry, Eugene. It's a shame. We're going to have to cut to a <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I'll be brief. Um, I've really only been playing one game this week, aside from doing a little bit Pokemon hunting here and there, but really just Rogue Legacy. Um, I, I realized why I like this game a lot. It's because it's basically Dead Cells. It's, um, it's it like looks same, Dead Cells. Yeah, it, yeah it, it's like the same game type just rolled in a different um, art style, you know? But I, I dig that. I, I like it a lot. Um, what's cool about Rogue Legacy is that I've um, I've actually beaten it before, but, like, cheating because I was on PC and using, like, Cheat Engine and stuff like that. So, like, this is going to be the first time I'm going to legit play it all the way through and beat it. And it's actually rewarding um, to do it that way because, you know, like, incrementally you're just getting a little bit further, a little bit further. You're getting a little bit more powerful each time. And, you know, obviously that's the intention of the game. That's how the game designers wanted it to be. And I'm, I'm enjoying my time with it. It's a good palate cleanser for um, Pokemon because I was kind of getting a little in a in a rut with pokemon i think steve you you found that like yeah i went through that pokemon. too mm -hmm. i'm fully back on the train though <laughs> yeah i know right that oh, I'm, <laughs> i i i fully anticipate myself to jump back on but the reason why i jumped off honestly is because of that the dlc trailer it's like okay well i want to do that <laughs> get ready right yeah so, uh, yeah, uh, Rogue Legacy has been my kind of um, game that I've been playing lately. I think I'll probably have it beat up by next time yeah. we meet up, I would imagine, and I'll be on moving on to something else. I say, I think, I think my Pokemon palette cleanser was uh, Cadence of Hyrule. Mm -hmm. I need to go back to Crypt, actually. I've been meaning to mm. just get back into a cool rhythm game like that. Because, you know, it's one thing to go back to Cadence, but Crypt is kind of different every time, you know? So Yeah. All right, but that's about it. That's about it for Change the System. And I think we're going to take a little break here. So stay tuned. We'll be back. For $1 a month, Steve's going to say your name and he's going to like it. Join our Patreon and you'll get a shout out each and every month. 
Alright, we're back. It is time for a little round table, but before we do, let's do a little palette cleanser and let's play some 20 questions. So, I have a game up here in the old memory bank ready to go. I'm gonna toss it off to Steven and Lucas and Detective Pikachu to figure out what that game is. So, without I fully, further I ado... I fully expect one of our favorite uh, guests to make an appearance during this segment. <laughs> maybe will, maybe don't. Who knows what's so, going on anymore. So just because this is it's only a one game segment, here's the new rule on this one. If you guess the game, you're out. That's it. The, the game is over. So you only get oh. one game guess. That seems what happens when we both guess wrong. <laughs> That's it. Game's over. It's screwed. Wow. Okay. That seems okay. Alright. Like wow. Okay, is Puts the this... pressure on a little bit. So you can't go like, you know, Street Fighter 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. You gotta think about it first. Okay. Okay. So did this come... So did... it's a Street Fighter game. <laughs> <laughs> did this game come out in the 2000-2009 era? Dang, Steve's getting classy with his you just questions use, right Why can't away. you just use consoles like a normal person? <laughs> Steve, the answer to that question is yes. Oh, God, okay. Um, so it's probably a GameCube game, right? Well, I don't no. know. Where, what, was our... 2000... what was 2009? Dang I went it, to where's our Justin? Well, <laughs> two... 2011 is the 3DS, so we're probably like okay. DS era. Is this game on a console or handheld or both? Wait. That's a yes or no question. No. Is this game a, is this game a console game? This game is a console game. Okay. So we're probably looking at GameCube, maybe game. the Wii. Okay. Um, is um, this game on the Wii? This game is not on the Wii. Is this game a first-party Nintendo game? This game is not a first-party Nintendo game. Oh, here we go. Um, Wait, 2000 to 2009, Lucas. Mm -hmm. Wasn't 2000 the GameCube? I feel like I don't hear about N64 2001, games. I'm pretty sure, was GameCube. Okay. okay. Is this game a GameCube game? <laughs> that was question five. That is, This game is a GameCube game. Okay. Okay. Um, not Nintendo. Is this game a fighting game? This game is not... A fighting game. Hold on, though. What was what was your question about Nintendo? I just... Is this a first-party Nintendo? Okay, game? not a first-party Nintendo game. Just wanted to make sure I didn't lead you in the wrong direction there, because I just looked at the Wikipedia. It's a free hint there. It's published by Nintendo. See, now is when I want to start like asking about games, but I can't do that because the host is cruel. <laughs> um, so you can now ask, what is you do is from you ask questions. Well, but then I might be giving it to Steve. Is this game an RPG? This game is an RPG. Okay, I have a serious guess, but I don't want to do it without anything. <laughs> um, oh, hell, does how do I ask this? Does the main character of this game have white hair? Um, I can rephrase it. Does the uh, main character of this game wear a blue outfit? 
Uh, I'm going to have to oh, say geez. no on this because there's not really a main character of this game. Okay. Steve, do you know what I was going for there? I don't know what you're going for, but I have an idea of what this might be, but I have to be very careful how I ask this to not tip you off. This yeah, is right. brutal. Um, <laughs> does this game have classes you can pick from? This game does have classes. That's question eight. Oh my god. Uh, is this, is this I, Final I'm gonna go Fantasy for Christian Chronicles! Chronicles. <laughs> Did we tie? Did we tie? <laughs> you both got the game right. Yup! So, like, I was gonna say I'm gonna go for it, but then Steve started saying it, and I was like, it's good! We both knew what it was, we tied! <laughs> I five. Well, see, here's the thing. I heard... I heard Steve started off at first because he was like, Eugene, and Eugene, but then you're like, Crystal Chronicles. That. I understand that, and you can say whatever you want, but in my mind, we tie. Yeah. No, that's Eugene, why I'm saying. I, you're also going to need to edit that section. <laughs> that's why I'm saying I think that this is going to have to end in a tie. You both uh -huh. win. Um, and the reason I chose that game is, where is that game on the Switch? I need it back. Yeah, they it, announced we were getting oh, that, and it, like, it, it's just ghosted. It got, it got to, no, they actually talked about it a couple months ago. It got delayed to, I think, summer this year, Sad. if I remember right. Dang. Oh. Have we determined yet whether or not that game is going to have online? Because I really want to yes. play that with you boys. That ap apparently, yes. Oh man, you're gonna get to see me in all my selkie glory. It's gonna be a good time. That'll, that'll be a That'll be a fun one to stream. Oh, yeah. dude, we're gonna be playing. Oh, we're gonna have our own adventure. Oh, that's gonna be so much Guys, fun. Guys, we can whoa, stream whoa, on three whoa, different whoa. Twitch channels hold at the on, same time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I swear hold to God, on. if you say March twentieth, that game comes out on January twenty third. No, what? wait, tomorrow? Tomorrow. What? Wait, I haven't even seen it on the eShop yet. Are you sure? No I way. mean... Uh, is that the original release date? Yeah, or? is that like... <laughs> I don't 2000? know. I might I, Let's go on to the round table and I'll make sure. Oh my god. I have not seen it on the eShop. No, I do not that can't be you. right. That can't no, be right. I think that was the original date. I it, No. <sighs> uh -uh. Yeah, it must be the original I, date. I can't even Enix's bring website us. says coming soon. Yeah. I can't even bring us into the segment. I'm so distracted right now. <laughs> Damn you, Google. All, getting me all hot and bothered, Eugene. Come me on. too. That must have been when they originally announced that it was coming out or something. No, there's, Anyways. A, there, there's an infographic that Nintendo just released. And I, I think that was on just the not date announced one. Fair. <sighs> well, I will, I will um, temper well, my expectations for now. Well, now that we've had our heart ripped out, um, <laughs> I mean, I'll send you the screenshot I looked at. I'm, I, well, no, I, I believe you. I just think that was the original date. <laughs> you know, we, we all believe you. We just think that you're misinterpreting facts. Definitely am. I definitely you're that, am. You're, you're our, you're our boomer granddad, and you're on Facebook right now, <laughs> and you're calling us and saying you are never gonna believe what I just read, and we're like, we know. D yeah, did we're you not know that Chuck Norris died? But anyways, right. um, sorry about that um, terrible misinformation that I just bestowed upon everybody. Um, let's talk about games that are going to like this game that I'm going to spend 100 hours into and yeah. their value and stuff. So yeah, Steve, why don't you kind of talk so, to us about that? Lucas and I were having a discussion one evening, if you can imagine that. that. 
<laughs> and something came up. Um, and I think part of it came up when we were discussing Hyrule Warriors and Breath of the Wild, you know, those games that we've sunk an ungodly amount of time in. Um, <clears throat> Lucas was saying how... What are, what are you closing in on on Pokemon right now, Lucas? Are you closing oh. in on 300? Oh, <laughs> That's cute. Um, <laughs> I am currently at 315. Oh, okay. So we were having this discussion about the hours we put into some of these games, and it brought us to the point of, for whatever reason, starting probably, you know, I guess with the Switch and even like the PS4, for whatever reason, people have this weird fascination with equating the value of a game, like the purchase price of the game, with how many hours you get out of it. You hear this all the time. You've, you've well, heard it on our show, where yeah. we'll, we'll be talking about a game. Like when um, we were doing Legend of Zelda, uh, right. Link's Awakening. And, right. you know, Justin was like, you know, I want it. It's a great game. It's one of my favorite Zelda games, but it's only going to give me like 10 to 15 hours right. of gameplay, and that's not worth $60. Like, to me, that's mind-boggling. Yeah, because, like, the amount of time you put into a game isn't really what should justify the price, in my opinion. Um, I honestly feel like it should be like, how much are you going to enjoy the game? Like, for me, Link's Awakening was the very first Zelda game I ever beat, as I've said many times. So to get to play that in HD with a new engine, with a couple of new features, that was worth the $70 I paid for it. Um, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, even though the only thing it added was funky mode, and I probably only put 30 hours into it, <clears throat> Again, I didn't mind paying 60 bucks for it because it was that good of a game for me. How many times now have I bought Minecraft? Whether mm. it's for our co-hosts or the multiple versions on the different systems I have. You know, every dollar I've put into Minecraft, even just to get the server going again for like 60 bucks a year. All of that money is worth it to me, not because I know I'm going to get an ungodly amount of hours in it, but because I genuinely love that game. I just am having a hard time understanding where this fascination with time sunk into a game equals good game. Well, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying about um, Kakarot when we were doing Change the System, um, because it's kind of helped me remember that. Um, a lot of times you, you do, you use the amount of time because you're, you're, your resources are limited, your time is limited, and your, your uh, budget is limited mm -hmm. in most cases. So you can't buy every game. So it makes sense on the surface to say, well, if I can get a game that'll give me 60 hours of pleasure versus a game that'll give me 10, I'm going to pick the 60-hour game because cost, cost analysis, I'm, I'm getting a better deal out of the you know $60 experience. But... Um, what I've kind of realized, and it's taken me a while to remember this, is that games are more than just, like, a, a grind. Games are more than just playing them to play them. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it should come as no surprise to anyone who's ever listened to this show, I'm sure we've lost hundreds of listeners as a result, that Breath of the Wild is not my favorite Zelda game. Um, despite that, I have put an ungodly amount of hours into it to complete all the challenges. I'm at, like, 400 hours in that game. It's but, one of your um, most played games on the Switch. Yeah, it, it currently is my most played game. But I don't enjoy it, if that makes any sense. It was it was it was an it was an okay game. It was a game that was fine for what it was for me. It didn't do anything special for me. It didn't trigger me in any positive ways. But um I put a lot of time into it. 
would I say that the time I put in was worth, you know, the, the like level of enjoyment I got out of it? No, those two things aren't equal to me. I can play a game that's much shorter, like a Majora's Mask, that I really like, and even though it's only going to be like a 30-hour game, I would much rather pay $60 for that because I'm, I'm going to love it. Now, you don't, you don't know what you're going to like and what you're going to dislike when you first start playing a game, but for me, you know, the... the the quality of the game, I think, is much more important than the length of time that you're going to put into it. Right. And like I said, Kakarot is kind of reminding me of that. Um, it's it's an adventure game, an adventure RPG. It's going to end, and when it ends, I'm probably not going to want to play it much more. <clears throat> it's not about grinding to get like the most out of it that I can get. It's not that monster hunter that I've, I've been so addicted to. It's, it's a more pure kind of gameplay experience for me. Because, like, when I'm playing a game like Monster Hunter, I know that I'm being addicted, you know? Like, I know that I'm going through it, and I'm like, oh, i got to get that armor set, and i got to right. get this armor <clears throat> set, you know? And it, it, there's something fun about giving yourself over to that addiction and mm -hmm. putting, like, 12-hour days into Monster Hunter and stuff and just grinding it out. But I'm finding that I'm enjoying a lot more, like, this game that I'm playing now because it's just, it's fun. And it'll it'll end, but it'll end when it's done telling me the story it wants to tell me. And sure. I think I think not to not to go all you know old school on people here, but I think games used to do that more. And I think these days games lean more on how can we keep a person playing as long as possible, mm -hmm. and then how can we introduce loot to create that addictive quality where you need to keep paying us money to you know get more of that content. And it's kind of nice to be going back to games that have a story to tell tell it and then stop because sure i mean i mean at the end of the day like i i'm, I'm definitely a gamer you know mm -hmm. but my entire life shouldn't revolve around playing video games you know i got other right. stuff to do and when i get really hooked on a game i stop working on my game i stop working on my channel i st you know like I, I i give up portions of my life for the sake of the game because the game yeah, is so much you, fun you actually said that about minecraft you said when you and it's not a, a knock on minecraft or anything no, but you said but, that you use all your creative energy in Minecraft, so it makes you not want to be creative in other areas. Exactly. It's a very creative game. And when I'm building in <clears throat> Minecraft, I'm feeling accomplished. As like yeah. as I, I have this thing that I assume a lot of like artists have, not to sound incredibly pretentious here, <laughs> where I, I feel good when I complete like my, my work, you know? And yeah. Minecraft gives me the fake version of that. Because I can build a giant tower and say, "Look at what I built!" You know, yeah. and I feel so I feel so spent creatively. I feel so fulfilled. But you know, I'm not actually making progress on anything. I'm just building a Lego tower in sure. a video game. So like, yeah, I've been I've been rambling here, but but yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on this, Steve. Where, you know, maybe it'll be different when I adult. You know, maybe <laughs> when I when I have a kid and a family. Well, and, you say you know, that, my... but I'm like 36. Yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> Um, it's just like for me, video games. Video games have always been my books, and I'm realizing that you know you can pick up the dictionary and get hours of reading Dude, out of it. But, that is genius. But it's not. It's not going to be. It's not going to be a fulfilling read. You know, it's mm -hmm. just it's content. Whereas like picking up a good book, like uh, my favorite book, The Count of Monte Cristo, and reading through it, it's a couple hundred pages and you're done. But at the end of it, you you've read a story and you feel you know, satisfied. Right. And I, I think I'm, I'm remembering before I got hooked on all the, the hardcore monster hunters type gaming that it's kind of satisfying to play a game and then put it down and say, I liked that game. You know, maybe in another couple months, I'll get another one like that instead of sure. 
hooking myself to one game and just making that my identity. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've been talking for a long time. Do you guys want to talk? Because I feel us. like I'm hogging this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can see both sides of the coin, honestly. So I'm kind of pretty central on this topic quite frankly like i um can see because quite that that's actually why when i was in college i played a lot of rpgs because it's like you know i'm gonna put this 60 dollars and that's gonna be 600 hours as opposed to like you know i don't know a madden where i might play it for like 16 hours type of thing that actually did cross my mind so i think it, it has a lot to do with um your own personal state of being mm-hmm. really um yeah. to answer that type of question um so but I am with you in the fact that I won't say that, like, just because a game is $60 and it's only X amount of hours that it's not worth it. I don't know that I would necessarily take that approach. I would have to factor in, like, okay, what were those 16 hours that I put in? You know, what was I enjoying the art? Was I enjoying the story? Was I, you know, having maybe a, a good time with my friends and an online experience? You know, that type of thing. All of that would factor in into my um, whether or not I thought the $60 was worth it. Because f- quite frankly, like if we were, if that was the case, like if we were only judging by the amount of hours spent by the amount of dollars paid, then, you know, might as well only play Fortnite for the rest of our life. You know, it's free yeah. to play. Yeah. I, I think it gets kind of dangerous when you start quantifying, you know, your, your enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Like, right. instead of just, say, like, like looking at it on its face and saying, as a whole, I enjoyed this and it was worth my time and money, when you start breaking it down piecemeal and saying, mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the soundtrack was good, but the art wasn't very good, but the length was good, but the, you know, then you're, you get, you're, you're, you're so getting so granular with with something as as mysterious as as enjoyment and fun you know something Mm -hmm. that really you you can't it's like what makes a piece of art good versus not good you know like it 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 should be a little more i guess based than that like there's a there's a place for for harsh critical review Mm -hmm. and that's what reviewers are for but I think in this day and age, everybody is a reviewer. Everybody's a movie reviewer. Everybody is a video game reviewer. You know, so like you go to the movies and you sit down and you watch Avengers Endgame, and you're like, well, the story was sound and sure. I really enjoyed it. But I have to say, the 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 storyline with the main villain was very hackney, and just having mm-hmm. him show up and it's like it's that kind of thing. You know, it's like we're so quick to to hyper analyze our fun that i think to a degree we've yeah, kind of that's, almost forgotten how that's to have kind of fun. what i was gonna say uh, kind of get at right like there's always going to be that fun factor that you always have to factor in too right mm-hmm. like doesn't matter if the story was crap or the you know the art was crap and the soundtrack was crap if i had fun yeah. then ultimately that's gonna outweigh everything you know so yeah, yeah. And, exactly and I, I know i've talked about this game a thousand times but that's because i'm so hyped for it um my one punch man fighting game comes out in a month <laughs> and people are slamming it online. Um, the the animations are a little janky. The character models look a little old school. Um, the it do, it looks incredibly unbalanced. It's an arena fighter. You know all of these things oh. that are that are that are legitimate to a degree legitimate complaints. But I'm just so excited for a game with characters that I like, and I'm just gonna be running around as characters I like, battling other characters I like. Right. Like, for me, it's worth every penny. So you now, now you understand how I felt going into Rise of Skywalker. I was stoked mm-hmm. about it. I was excited yeah. to go hang out with my dad and watch another Star Wars. And there's yeah. all these people, oh, well, this is crap, this is crap. And it's like, shut up. 
you, get over it gets yourself. To, Let it me gets enjoy to, my stuff. It gets to a point, and on the whole, I'm actually kind of like leaving the internet to a large degree. Like, I'm, I'm staying around for the bits that I need to. You know, I know that I'm never going to be able to promote my game if I'm not online in some form. Um, you know, I, I want to make content on YouTube and stuff, but I'm kind of like, I'm drifting away from the, the collective hive mind of the internet, mm -hmm. and I'm kind of happy about that because it's annoying, guys. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I understand, like, hearing constructive criticism about something that you like, like right. Pokemon. And how, how many people were, like, bashing Pokemon before it even came out and stuff. And, oh, the trees don't look good enough. And, oh, they only included 400 Pokemon. And, you know, but but at a certain point, it gets kind of tiring, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a difference between being a blind fanboy and just wanting to go into an experience with a positive light. And, you know, wanting to get back that feeling of what it's like to be a kid and to play a game because it's fun, not because it's technically sound. Sure. And well, yeah, I, yeah, those thoughts on Pokemon ruined your launch day experience. You oh, weren't even able to do the Pokemon podcast because of it. I, I was and in a this is going mood. to be yeah. your most played Switch game by the time yeah. it's all said and done in two years. It's just, like, every now and then I forget how, like, people just hate, you know? And, and some of it's justified. But I, I think that to a degree, it's healthy to shut all that off, you know? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if people like the same stuff you like. It doesn't matter if they hate the things that you like or if you hate the thing that everybody else likes. Your opinions are your own, and I think maybe the problem is that we're all just sharing our opinions way too much. You know? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm supposed to be, like, a, a podcaster about Nintendo stuff, and I'm supposed to share my opinions like they're more important than whoever's listening to this right now. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, they're not, you know? And my take on a game shouldn't really affect anyone else's. Right. So it's, it's fine to share that opinion, but don't think that, you know, your opinion has more value, you know? Don't think that just because you're outraged at something, a game company should change the way they do what they're doing. And right. Maybe this is getting way too preachy, but, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've, I've, been, I've been kind of bottling all this up for a while, and, you know, I've, I've been wanting to distance myself from the Internet, and I think that's kind of why. I'm, I'm, kind, of, I'm kind of having a breakthrough as we're talking. So, it's, it's a lot, you know? I guess the thing is just kind of be self-aware. Like... yeah. Try not to be quite so toxic, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm not, that, I'm not that's saying kinda, that... That's kind of what I'm striving for this year. Oh, go to hell. Speaking of toxic. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what I'm striving for this year. I'm trying my hardest to, you know, surround myself with a more positive group. Yeah. You know, whether that's in the Infendo Discord, in my Discord, on Twitter, I've been blocking people that I don't really care what they have to say. Like, just be a decent human being for the love of God. Yeah, Please. I, I like to live by this, um, I guess, proverb, for a lack of a better term, that I like to live by. It's okay to not like things, but don't be a Pika. dick about it. Right. Yeah. 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 And I think that pretty much sums up our entire conversation. So yeah. with that, maybe we should go to uh, the end of this show. Yeah, <laughs> let's. Let's. I mean, while we already touched on it a bit, um, Steve's got his own thing going on, and he'd like to tell you of where you can join him. Yeah, so go over to Infendo.com, click on the community tab, join the Infendo Discord, and for the love of God, join my Discord. Um, the end of Hyrule Warriors is finally upon us. I am planning on doing my, fi my stream of the final mission, which will be the final mission in the story mode on Hero, on Saturday night at 10.30 Mountain Time. 
So if you're listening to the produced show, head back over to twitch.tv slash gentus and watch the recap. If you're listening to this live, um, you know, tune in over there on Saturday night. Um, I think what I'm going to wind up doing. Friday. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have a new showtime. So, yeah, even if you're listening to the produced version, tune in tomorrow night. Um, <laughs> I haven't. I think what I want to do is kind of go through some of the different missions and explain some of the stuff I've had to do to get to this point and then play the final mission. But I really haven't decided exactly what I'm doing yet other than getting the final two medals. So, I am stoked about that. It's going to be so much fun. I thought that I'll you be- told me that you were going to do all the challenges, too. At some point, I'll get back to that. Just like, yes. oh, that. <sighs> What's funny is we were we were talking the other night. Yeah. It's like, those jerks who are going to point out that I haven't done the challenges. Yep, and there he is, right above me. Right above, or next to me. I don't know. I can't see the Twitch stream. For what it's worth, um, I'll probably be tuning in to Steve's live stream this Saturday and lighting up his Discord channel. So yep, it's going to be fun. He's got some fun um, emojis that I can't use because I'm not a Discord Nitro member, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Lucas, although you are not a Discord Nitro member, you are a member of, of the, the Nitro Infendo Discord of my heart. I don't know where I'm going with this. Lucas, tell the people where they can find you. Well, first of all, don't put Nitro in your heart. It will kill you. <laughs> um, you can find me on my YouTube channel, which Steve told me was easy to remember, but I have already forgotten the URL. Um, I want to say it was youtube.com slash users. I, wasn't it PSKY8? Yeah, I think so, because that was my old handle 10 yeah, years I, ago. I think if you go to youtube.com slash PSKY8, it'll actually honestly, get you there. Honestly, just search Lucas Peace, and I should be one of oh. the first results. I'm the dude with about 100 subscribers and my face with a blue beard and mustache looking ever so ponderingly at the camera. We also, um, <laughs> I also forgot to mention something else, Lucas, so when you're done, I'll talk oh, about that. Okay. Um, so yeah, no, go there. Um, I, I would love to be able to get out some video content sooner rather than later. Might even try shooting that tonight if I can get the script written and record it before I pass out. Um, but I would like to have that up on the channel soon. I would also very much like to use the new capture card that I got for Christmas to maybe stream some Pokemon battles. So if you're interested in watching me fight some random dudes online and possibly get absolutely wrecked and cry, if you want to watch a grown man (laughs) cry, subscribe to my Mm -hmm. YouTube channel so you can go see that. Um, YouTube is really going to be my main hub, I think, in 2020 for, like, social media and whatnot. So... Please, if you have any interest in me at all, that's the place to I, go for that. Lucas, I have so. so much interest in you. So much, in fact, that I'm going to plug something that I love so much that's called Hyper Voice. It's this yes. new podcast that, that I just heard you. of. And, that was um, what I forgot to promote. Yeah, there's these two cool guys on there that are talking Pokemon. No, for real, though. Lucas oh, and they Steve, sound really sexy. Lucas yeah. and Steve started their own podcast called Hyper Voice. It is an in-depth dive into everything Pokemon, so definitely go subscribe to that. So, Yeah, you can get there through Spreaker.com slash Hyper Voice Podcast. Spreaker. That is spelled S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Spreaker.com slash Hyper Voice Podcast. And I believe... Um, and I have first, good news. Our first episode is going live on Apple it in is, like two days. Yeah, our first episode is already live on Google Play, 
and it just got approved for Apple today, so within the next 24 to 48 hours, it should be searchable there. You can get our RSS feed at Spreaker.com and plug it into your favorite podcast app. The only ones that won't approve us yet is iHeartRadio. <laughs> Everybody else has us. Um, probably worth mentioning, too, that we're, we'd like to get on a consistent schedule. We're going to be taking a little two-week break right off the bat because Steven's a busy guy. He's got a lot of work yeah, stuff I've, going on. I'm traveling to New Mexico. It's going to be wonderful. But, We'll probably be recording our next episode the week after he gets back, early February, and we're going to be kind of breaking down all the basics. So if you have any interest in Pokemon battling at online against other real human beings, please check us out. We'd appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. Well, you can find me and everything that's going on. Just go to Infendo.com. That's probably going to be the main hub. Join the Infendo Discord. Join the... Um, I almost said Hyper Voice Discord. Join the Steven Not yet. Discord. Coming. Uh, Casa there. de Gentis. Yeah, and then you learn everything that you want to learn from there. But that's it, y'all. Um, we've made it to the end of the show, so we will catch you all next week with another good one. Peace. Bye-bye! Okay! Infender.com is the place to go if you want to get everything that we are doing. Head to our Patreon, go to our Discord, even Steve's Discord lives there. Go to Infendo.com today.